This is the JJO Morning Show Podcast with Johnny and D. Listen, rate, subscribe. Ah, uh, we're gonna head on up to Chippewa. Chippewa Falls. Uh, all right. Say goodbye to Dick. Jacob Leinenkugel Brewing Company will have a new president in 2023. Whoa. Good old Dick Leinenkugel. He's been depressed for the past eight years. going to retire at the end of this year. Uh, Leinenkugel's nephew, Tony Booger. <laughs> His last name ain't even Leinenkugel. Out of here. Yeah, what's up with that? I don't know. Oh, yeah, I saw your post last night. That's what I said. I told Chris, I go, that's not family. We're so offended. <laughs> I want a real drunk in that position. Get John Line Get John Line and Kugel up here. John, John, do your job. <laughs> I wonder why John a, wasn't picked. It's a hostile takeover. <laughs> Bugger, bugger, no, no beer. The JJO Morning Show and John Line and Kugel yes. are planning a, coo- a they're, coup. They're my brain trust. <laughs> <laughs> they want to make beer with vodka. I like it. Um... Yeah, what is this guy, a, a coattail relative, or uh, what, what is this yeah, dude? Yeah, Tony Booger, uh, who's 45, joined Molson Coors, the parent company of uh, Lightning Coors, in 2014, and has served. They're, they're, they're putting a suit in. In multiple manager roles, as well as a senior distributor sales exec. Oh, boy. Booger is leading a pilot brewery project in Chippewa and is expected to begin this spring. That's Lightning Coors' nephew. Lightning Coors' nephew. Okay. So it must be one of the sister's yep. kids. Yep. But he worked for the mothership, not yeah. locally. Mm-hmm. Has he ever been to Chippewa Falls? We should ask him where it is. See if he knows. Hey, booger, find it on a map. <laughs> Such a booger. <laughs> and a release line in Google, who's 64, said he is thrilled that the brewery will stay with the family for a sixth generation. The more family members we can have be a part of the, this business, the better, except for John. No. Oh. Booker's mom, Kate, uh, was the first tour guide for Line and Kugels when the brewery began offering tours in 1967. And then I guess, yeah, that's crazy. Man. Oh, this boy. generation of Line and Kugels leadership has made a significantly positive impact throughout our 155 years of brewing history. I didn't even know Dick was running it. I thought Jake was still doing it. But I know Jake's not been healthiest oh. as of late, but... I thought I thought Jake was still running the show because he's the oldest. I didn't know how anything works. I don't either. You should get John on the phone, wake his ass up, see what he's doing, see yeah. how he feels. I mean, he might need a friend right now. Give him a call. <laughs> no, I can't. No, he'll get mad. They're probably uh, they got kids. You think so? Yeah. Um, uh, okay. All right. Screw it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> First up for Booger. No, he's going to be mad. And Eau Claire Native will be launching the Liney Lodge's new innovation brewery. Oh, John was telling me about this when we were drinking out at the picnic table. Oh, gotcha. Which will allow the company to get feedback from customers who visit Chippewa. Right, hang on. <laughs> this will be oh, are we doing this? Oh, yeah, screw it. I love it. Oh. I wonder if it, oh, it probably comes up as a Midwest family. I love, I just love the sound of his voice. He probably won't know this number, though. Odds are he won't answer. Yeah, he might. Oh, he might. Here's for hoping John Lennon Google picks up the phone and isn't pissed at us. He won't be mad, but he won't recognize the number. He'll think it's yeah. a spam call. Spam call. But doesn't he have to answer stuff? Please leave your message oh, for not. Nine, oh, dude, we got five. swiped. He totally swiped us to voicemail. <laughs> I told you. 
Here, I'll text him. It was me. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, uh, Booger will join Line and Kugel on a tour around the U.S. as a part of Line and Kugel's 155th anniversary appreciation tour. Oh. All right. Uh, 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 um, all right. Uh, I mean, these guys are, Jake was, uh, oh man, he was in Washington. Uh, I don't know if it was under Biden, but he was, uh, something with veterans. He was like on the advisory board to, to nationwide veteran organizations. Uh, Dick is like, uh, Wisconsin commerce president. I mean, they are just, they're highly respected. Jake uh, Leinenkugel is an American businessman and politician currently serving as the chairman of the United States Creating Options for Veterans Expedited Recovery Commission. Yeah. He was appointed to the role by Trump in 2018. Oh, Trump? Oh, there you go. All right. Mm -hmm. Very nice. Love it. So there you go. Some uh, shakeups there in Chippewa. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they haven't had many presidents. They all... I just closed the article and I had it. They all uh, stay forever. Although Dick didn't it's like stay the long. Supreme Court stay till you die. Um, he's the eighth <laughs> president. I think uh, was Dick the uh, brain of Shandy, or was that? It was that Jake. That might have come before Dick. God, John tells me these stories and then I forget them because I'm drinking at the lodge. Oh, I know. He's <laughs> he plies us with beer and tells us these amazing stories, and I was like, there's something cool right, that he said. Right. But yeah, they've uh, you know they're keeping up. They've got their dunkles and their hazies, and yeah, they're they're doing a good job. We were at sitting. Uh, where were we the other night? We we're Bronco Billy's drinking Bach, Liney Bach. God damn, that's good beer. I love it. I don't care what anybody says. I love that beer. I like a lot of Liney. Really, Googles. really sessionable. It's not heavy. I just I can't sit there and drink anything too heavy. But boy, that it's got good flavor. Great beer. Great beer. Yeah, I tried. Uh, they had a new IPA or something that we tried to a new hazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's good stuff. And it's Wisconsin. Yep, the woods of Wisconsin. Keep that going there. All right, congrats to uh, uh, to, to Booger. Booger. Well, Where do you go, Bugs? Can't wait to be uh, impressed by Booger. We, we got to get shirts made. Yeah, you can pick your nose. We pick the bug. We pick the bug. <laughs> Is that a good thing or a bad thing? I, it's good. I don't know. That's good. People, relax. What a complete waste. We are killing it online. Have you guys checked the comments? Of cyberspace. <laughs> Smoke That Skin Wagon says, you guys are killing it. The JJO Morning Show Podcast. We're internet sensations. Johnny and D. Nowhere but JJO. Oh, my God. Thank you for that shot of adrenaline. I feel good. Uh, Eddie Vedder kept his feud with Nikki Six going by taking a couple shots during a solo show in New Jersey. <laughs> Tell me more. As you may recall, Eddie started the beef by ripping on crew and, their, uh, and other hair bands. Nikki responded by calling Pearl Jam one of the most boring bands in history, which I think is kind of funny. I love Pearl Jam, but that's a pretty good dig. Yeah, a lot of their songs, uh, plod is a good word. Plod. So during the New Jersey gig... But Jeremy rocks. Eddie was introducing a drum solo, and he said, that drum kit, that silver, beautiful machine that is the engine, does not need to elevate or rotate to do its job. Let me just point that out. 
clearly taking a shot at Tommy Lee, having his drum kit. Well, you can't move around can't, and be. You can't be a dick because you didn't do it first. I mean, that's just a stupid thing to say. That's ridiculous. He's just saying. You go to Molly. They Crew. don't need the theatrics for right. well, why the would, show. I'm saying it's two right. different shows. Thank going you. to a cruise show right, is right. an entirely different vibe than going right. to a Pearl Jam what? show. The drum kit doesn't spin. I want my money back. You know, if I went to a Dave Matthews show and I don't expect a spinning drum kit. There were people on stilts and weird contortionists. I'd be like, "What is happening here?" I would. Uh, but like- it happens at a Tool show, and it's normal. I would like it if they shot uh, a Dave out of a cannon into the sun. I'd like that. Um, yeah, I'm ready to shoot Eddie Vedder and Nikki Six into the sun. <laughs> Two bands worth a quarter billion dollars yeah. just bitching about their lives. Yeah, like what? Like nobody likes us. <laughs> One band dressed up like chicks. The other band flannels. Homeless. Yeah. I, I, whatever. Two totally different scenes. It's so different. Two totally different scenes. And if I was any better, I'd be like, good. I don't want Nikki Six to like my band, right? Well, well, r- right. I mean, I like Jeremy as much as I like uh, Sticky Sweet. I mean, what are we talking about? Why? Why is it going to be like this? Why does it have to be like this? I ask you first. I'm not making it like this. They're making it like this. <sighs> well, a strip club has to have uh, its own soundtrack. I don't think you want to. You want to hear lead better. Blue or whatever at a strip club. It's a sad vagina. <laughs> a great name for a strip club. You want to go down to the sad vagina? I got a coupon. We're going to listen to Pearl Jam and drink uh, light beer. <laughs> they only play ballads. <laughs> There's no ice. Welcome to the sad <laughs> vagina. The DJ's totally depressed. That's the DJ. <laughs> Welcome, everyone, to the sad vagina. Here They're... comes Betty Buick. Up, Never a Mercedes at the sad vagina. No. Only Buicks. Yep. yep. I don't know, dude. He's got to do lots of on-mic sighing. <sighs> Make some noise now, everybody. The sad vagina. Man, we're on to something there. Yeah, we are. It's where old strippers go to die. The sad vagina. Mom? Mom? Uh, So what is the logical uh, stupid conclusion to this argument? Well, they're going to have to fight till the death. Ah. Good old-fashioned duel. They're setting us up for a Pearl Jam Molly Crew tour. Oh, God, kill me. If they're setting us up for a collab or a tour, I'm going to go lay on the bell line. I mean, yeah, you're talking about oh my god. It's not even a it's not even a fair fight because it's so different. I mean, it's just it's so different. I mean Speed Metal, Pearl Jam, gosh, is it different? Well So dumb. Right. I mean, are we But Pearl Jam sits there and plays ukuleles, for Christ's sake. What do you what do you think's is that John Lennon Google? <laughs> Hang on. The strip sad vagina will have to wait. Oh, John Von Klopp. What the hell is he talking about? Hi, John. Eddie Vedder is an annoying singer. He sounds like a billy goat. That's true. But I'm not real big on crew either. 
Just the first two LPs. Those two crew albums were like punk records, dude. They were great 100%. records. 100%. Really great well, records. Well, that was like, yeah, that was their their evolution. They went from a punk band uh, into that hair metal, the glam metal. You can't, Look, I always say this. You can't help where you are in life. When I grew up, I wore a fanny pack. We had a an agreement about this. You wouldn't laugh on the air. I, I didn't know this was going to be a fanny pack. You, you said you would laugh after I shut the mics off. Did, don't we have a a, a, a gentleman's agreement? No, it's I just I didn't know we were going here. I was okay. going to buy you a stale beer at the Sad Vagina tonight, but now but now I'm not. No, nope. you are a victim. You are a product of your place in time. Right. 100%. How many times do we have to go through this? It's called the evolution of life. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, it's a strange feud to me. Uh, it'd be... I don't know. It'd be like Slayer fighting with... Well, I will say... Jerry Cantrell. I would say to you, I would offer to you Soundgarden's a better band than Pearl Jam. Stick that in your pipe and smoke it. I'm not going to argue about that. So, so now it's got to be... Grunge versus hair metal. <laughs> that's not. That's 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 a dumb fight. Right. It's it's apples and oranges, as the kids. And say. by the way, Eddie. Uh, oh, I don't like your tone there, John. The '80s are bigger than ever, if you haven't noticed. Maybe that's why he's lashing out. Well, maybe he is. I mean, you know, Slaughter and Great White can go sell out any room in the country. Maybe Eddie Vedder is jealous that he doesn't have a Hulu show so, with a talking wiener. What are we talking about here? What are we talking about? <laughs> what are we talking about? Uh, it feels like we're talking about nothing. whole lot of nothing. So, uh, did he give a... Uh, and well, what, what was the opening salvo in this fight? I, was there one... Particular- Eddie Vedder was doing an interview, and he was talking about how when Pearl Jam first started playing out, he would work at clubs in ex- in, in exchange for stage time, and he would work at these places where these hair metal bands were playing, and he called them, like, god-awful or disgusting or something. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, which I thought was unnecessary. You didn't have to name bands. You could have just been like, there were always god-awful bands playing. Period. End of story. And then we wouldn't have this beef. I think, uh, I think uh, honestly, Vince Neal was opening them up to a lot of criticism, too. Yes. I mean, you know, uh, you know the impending doom that is Milwaukee <laughs> and Miller Park. Sorry, I still call it Miller Park. Sorry. Sorry, Peter. Um, the impending potential of disaster is keeping people up at night the possibility of it is <laughs> the final nail in the, the only thing keeping me going <laughs> <laughs> yeah i know you get off on that don't you you really i mean i you know i, I just just relax uh you know we live in a you know the radio station the great democratic unifier here. I mean, we play both, and nobody says, I'm going to quit listening if you keep playing Pearl Jam. Molly uh, Crew's ruining the radio station, dude. That's my DJ voice. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Hey, you guys. Ruining for rock and roll. You got to pick one. You got to pick one today, or it's I'm, I'm so going to totally stop listening if I, you don't pick one. You know. And by the way, 
Uh, I would say to Eddie Vedder, if I was Tommy Lee, based on recent events, I'd say let's have a big penis contest. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Based on what I saw. This is the only way to end it. Last night in episode (laughs) three, The Penis Awakens, let's settle it with a big D contest. Guess who's going to win? I would die. <laughs> oh my God. Tommy Lee needs to tweet that. That would that be so funny. Stunt penis is spectacular. Uh, dude. I'm telling you. It's very bizarre. Four guys on a lever working a talking penis. Yeah. 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 Gotta respect it. Yeah. All right. That's JJO News. Figure it out, asshole. Good morning. Hey, yes. you know you're bagging on Pearl Jam. You're just going to make sure that Randy Hawk plays Pearl Jam even more. I know. Randy you know Hawk right? is a lover of the Motley Crue, so uh, we, we are lovers of music. Dude, please, we have we have played it all. We You're always going to have your favorites. What, how old are you? Uh, older than I care to admit. All right. So what's your, who's your favorite band of all time? I don't have a favorite band. I have a lot of favorite well, bands. Well, give me, give me your top three. Um... Judas Priest. Mm-hmm. Um, there you go. Bob Seger. Let's go, dude. Dude, uh, we should hang out. We should hang. We should hang out and talk like this. That would be great. <laughs> dude, play night moves again. That was awesome. Hey, you're easier fogging up the windows in the car. Easy, go easy. Hey, uh, if you're listen, if you want to get, uh, come on, in. if you want to get, if you want to keep it real, and. Uh, you know, with Pearl Jam and Motley Crue, let's talk about Iron Maiden and Judas Priest. Okay. And let's talk about the bands that, that and Metallica. Let's talk okay. about real bands, okay? Let's talk about bands that, that were there at the beginning of all of this. We still have one guy that texts in and bitches every time we play Metallica. I'm like, you are not going to win this fight. <laughs> wow. <laughs> this is problem with Metallica. He does not like them. Like we are never going to stop playing Metallica. There's nothing. There's, <laughs> I think one of the worst looks in the world is is old dopey rock stars arguing against right. each other. Yeah. I think it's the dumbest yeah. look in the world. So like you guys are rich, and you're never going to change anybody's mind. So just shut up and play another song. <laughs> yep. You know. I don't know. I, I like a lot of stuff, but I think the biggest killer of anything good is overexposure. You know, this is this is where we get to uh, hearing the same songs fifteen times a day. You know, it's like, man, that's such a great song. I yep. wish I didn't have to hear it again. You know, when there's such a backlog of other equally great songs by the same band or artist. Mm-hmm. You know, like you know, some of those deeper cuts are just amazing. You know, and you could go with almost any band that you know is on the radio now. You know, whether it be Pearl Jam or Nirvana or Metallica. You know, What's your favorite uh, Seeger record? Um, I would have to say I have a greatest hits album by mm-hmm. him. That that would be my favorite because that's getting all of it. So right like a live bullet situation. Yeah. Yes. All right, man. All right, yeah. dude. All right, man. We share the same brain. Awesome. Yes, we are. <laughs> Talk to you later. <laughs> have a good one. Okay. Goodbye. I like your new best friend. He's nice. <laughs> I don't have many. <laughs> He's very nice. Hi. Isn't it interesting how you never hear you guys talk about Kansas or REO? Right. 
Oh, dude, right? I love REO Speedwagon. Yeah, me too. Time take to it fly. on the run. Uh, what did you say? You kind of slurred your words. Said, there. Take it on the run. She oh, knows. Yeah. <laughs> she pretends like she pretends oh. like she doesn't know, but she knows. <laughs> she knows. It's by accident. The, the the most I've ever seen a band in concert. I've said this many times in the show. Is Ario Speedway? It's yeah. the, that's the most times the the most times I've seen one band at a show is Ario. I bet I've seen them. I've seen them in every city I've worked in. I've traveled and saw them. But I grew up on it. I mean, you know, that's what I'm talking about. 1982, yeah. High Infidelity. You just it's part of your that music becomes part of your of, of your time in life. Right. I mean, it's important, you know. Don't try to take that away from somebody. I wouldn't try to take Pearl Jam away from you. I don't any, you can have it. Any, <laughs> any more than uh, I'm not setting you up. Any more than you can take Motley Crue and, and Poison and, and Warrant away from me. That's rude. I'm I I think Seven Dust Seven Dust or Slipknot is the band I've seen the most times. Yeah. Or non point. Yeah. Probably non point. Yeah. I've seen the most times. Well, yeah. I mean, my Aria Speedwagon record is still intact, but it's it's in jeopardy. Probably from the non points and yeah. Whalens and Seven Dust. Right. Does drinking with Lejean count in Sturgis if they're not playing? Yeah. Counts double. <sighs> so weird. <laughs> it's weird watching a legend standing next to a legend watch bands play. I know. She's like, what's... Uh, it's more to me, it's like, oh, just don't say anything stupid. Just don't talk. Oh, God. <laughs> that's all that's going through my head. What do you say to LeJean? Don't say anything stupid. Don't say anything stupid. Hey, hey, dude, hey, dude, they rock pretty good. <laughs> I just always talk about weed with him. But he's a dude guy. If you say, if you throw in some dudes, he'll roll with you. <laughs> I'll remember that. Don't tell him I said that. Look like an idiot. Sprinkle the conversation with dudes. Dumbing down your smartphone. One podcast at a time. Listen, rate, and subscribe to the JJO Morning Show Podcast. Get up with Johnny and D. JJO. There it is. Ote. Ote. Uh, just talking about the Diamond Center. Of course, they have engagement rings. Um, now, this is weird. Because I've always thought the, the hiding the ring in food. You know how people do that when they go to propose? Hide it in food? Yeah. Like, uh, for example. Like, you'll be out to dinner and it'll be... Oh, the bottom of the champagne glass. Okay. Sure, yeah, or sure. Yeah, I see that every once in a while. Seems like, whatever. It's a good way to lose a ring or chip a tooth or something. Um, somebody asked 2,000 Americans to name the best foods to hide a ring in. Very, uh, random, strange poll. Yeah. You hide it in a meatloaf or mac and cheese. That'd be gross. Right. And then, this is, I don't understand it. It's supposed to be the ultimate surprise, but whatever. Oh. Uh, like um, a, a cupcake on top of a cupcake or something? Well, that would be better than what made the freaking list. And if you really wanted to hide it in spam... If you like spam. Who doesn't? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, we'll do the top ten. Pasta. What? Yeah. Who, Sushi. Who would do this? I don't know. Then why? I know. You don't put it in there, though, You know, right? 
pork, steak, and lamb chops. That's the bottom five. Oh. Lamb chops. That's a baby. Seafood. It's, this is dumb. Yeah, I would never consider this, actually. Soup. What if they don't finish the soup? Right. And the ring just stays at the right. bottom. Like they're starving kids somewhere. Finish your soup. A burger or a Sammy. Oh, that doesn't seem right either. What then, they... she, then she swallows the ring and you're on the toilet all night. A salad. Also a bad idea. Top of the list. The top food to hide the engagement ring in. <laughs> Why'd you eat the ring? Because I was hungry, bitch. <laughs> Pizza. Pizza. <laughs> what? Uh, Not in the pizza, on the pizza. You put on a little stand or something, right? Man, that's a very weird poll. Let's see. Yeah, there's a whole bunch. Here's a fortune cookie with the ring in it. There's one with and the cupcake. Good job. Wow. Uh, there's one in a s'more. Might as well just Seems messy. put it in a slingshot and shoot it in her mouth. I mean, it's the <laughs> dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. This is an article called, Please Don't Ever Hide My Engagement Ring in Food. I mean, here's where, to me, it would make more sense if you were maybe at a McDonald's. You both, you met at McDonald's or you work there or you have you, something at, to do with wherever you like. Instead of just shoving it in a pizza. Yeah. So listen to this. 58% of people who've been engaged admitted they regret how their proposal went down. Oh, and 45% wish they had a do-over. I did it on the beach, bitch. Yeah. That was if planned, she said, right? If she said no, I was going to drown her. Wow. Wow. I, I don't like rejection. Yeah, well, she's poisoning you now, so I guess she gets the last <laughs> laugh, doesn't she? She's been cooking a lot lately. It's happening in there. Uh, I'm sorry, what now? People don't like how they get engaged? Uh, they don't like how they made the proposal. They would how like about, to do it over. What happened to you the first time you got married? How did that go down? I ain't never been married. Oh, I thought you were married. I was engaged. Yeah, okay, how'd that go now? How did it go? Well, yeah, where'd he do it? Oh, he did it on stage and it mortified me. Ooh. It was like... That's a big gamble. You Oh, I couldn't say no. Oof, yeah. Why? Oh, I know why. Because re- it was a, an event and the rest of the night would have been weird. <laughs> right? Uh, well, the rest of your dating would have been weird, probably. Not just the night. <laughs> right. There Next- is that. There is that. And how did you, did you pretend act surprised? Happy? Pretend happy? Well, I mean, I was happy because I was- Oh my sh- God, you're the man of my dreams. You're show. so gorgeous. Um, was- yeah, sure, whatever. All right. I just managed to, I just would never want to do wedding planning stuff. So you were sitting there going, I'd rather get with the drummer, you know what I'm saying? But whatever, dude. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then I just kept skirting the wedding planning stuff right. and not wanting to- solidify anything and then it kind of imploded on its own well it was a it was you're a good reader of humans yeah uh i think i saw that ring around no i pawned the fact that he was arrested later that night for headbutting four people probably didn't help his cause (laughs) (laughs) now i that that whole surprise thing without talking about it man that is a bad 
setup. Uh, yeah, I would not. I mean, A, are you wasting money on a ring? Uh, just for obvious reasons. Mm. And everybody well, he looked- did not spend that much money on the ring. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, all I'm saying is you can save a pretty big embarrassing episode by having a two-minute discussion. Right. And why more people don't do that. But when you know, you know, I guess. No, you don't. <laughs> I think you need to have the discussion. Yeah. I mean, because sometimes... Well, then you can invite who you really want to invite. I mean, you know, then you can make it a lot more personal. You can You can pick and choose the crime scene, you know. And really set it up so it's beneficial for both of them. Right. If you're already somewhere, it's a place you could stay or, you know, somewhere. Right. And cruising chubbies. Instead of just. Cruising chubbies, go over and pitch a tent. Bombarding them with all this stuff. <laughs> and you have no idea what they're really thinking. How, as a woman, how effing irritated would you be to be digging out a carrot and a half ring out of macaroni and cheese? I'd be like, I say no on principle of how you did this. <laughs> Is this what I have to look forward to the rest of my life? Cleaning up your mess? <laughs> you ruining my nice things? It's like, oh. It's a, it's a... <laughs> yeah, it's like a... Yeah, very strange. I've... The only thing I've ever heard of is a champagne glass. Oh, yeah. It's Otherwise, a it's thing. like a scavenger hunt. You're gouging the... So this is on Pinterest... 54 crazy weird proposal food proposals. Yeah. Oh, my God. Somebody put it around a Taco Bell mild sauce. That was green sauce. I'd say I'm in. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the marriage proposal on the spot. I mean, some people like to be organized. They like to know they have procedures. I mean, you know, a lot of people just don't. They want to. They want to know the plan. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I got to get my crap together before we get. You know, it's a it's a pretty big deal. It is a pretty big deal. And if she's not feeling the same way you are, and you live together or whatever, I mean, that's going to implode that relationship. That's going to be over. So then that night that you plan to have all these friends out to witness your engagement, instead they're watching the beginning of the end. What happens because in Vegas? Because you didn't have a 30-second conversation. It's not a movie, dude. Y'all can't be Ashton Kutcher and Cameron Diaz. You got that right. You just can't. I try. I try to be Cameron Diaz, but I can't. What about junk food? Again, a cake. Yeah, there's one where it's baked to do a cake, but again, I say that's uh, that's risky. Uh, what did you want to know? Candy? Yeah. Ice cream. Avocado? What is wrong with I, it? I mean, you'd ha- you get, you just have to have a good reason. I mean, at a restaurant, I, I don't know. I guess like a gr- nice Italian, I'd go to Portobello or something. I was going to say Olive Garden, but I know you get excited. <laughs> I know you break out in a cold sweat when I mention oh, endless. You need salad breadsticks. I know, dude. <laughs> Minestrone. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't understand the food proposal. Hello. Good morning. Good morning. So when I proposed to my wife, I had already talked to her a little about it, and I went and we got tickets to go to Chicago Comic-Con, and I got the VIP um, packet to go meet Stephen Amell, the guy that played Green Arrow, 
and I was going to, I did it there, and I, uh, I, like, showed his handler the ring, and then, you know, did it, and she was just, like, ecstatic. Like, I got really lucky. Mm-hmm. Good. Well, well. Uh, did the Green Arrow approve? Was he? Uh, yeah, he did. It? Was well, he, he did he, he help? Uh, did he help out? Yeah. Well, yeah, he helped out. He, uh, I mean, he took a, another picture with her, but it, in the picture, of course, it looks like he proposed to her, and she said yes. But you know, he signed our stuff, and he wrote congrats, and then wrote the date on it. Oh wow! I'll tell you something really cool. We had to go to St. Louis a few months ago to a. Uh, uh, or, or no, we were in Milwaukee, I think, at the Blake Shelton show at the Fiserv. Dude in the front row proposed to his fiance, girlfriend, right in the front row, in between songs, and Blake serenaded them and oh, and, cool. and, and kind of emceed the whole thing. And then the guy sang a song with Blake. I'm like, <laughs> like that. Hey, that's, say what you will about country music, they care. That's big you time. Know, Blake. Blake's a good guy. That's big. Well, that's less tacky than a than a Taco Bell. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, I mean, who? What wouldn't wouldn't appreciate? It, you know, if you're a big fan of whoever who could be whoever it is, Band X. Yeah. Who cares? But I mean, you know, man, oh man. Um, and you know, it was funny because I posted on a site and I was like, oh yeah, I proposed to my wife this way. And a lot of people were like, that's really pretentious to assume that you can do it that way. And it's like, well, I contacted the venue and contacted him yeah. to make sure it was okay that he right. would do it. And he right. was just like, yeah, I'm down. So I guess I had his blessing. And the Green Arrow, what What did the Green Arrow do? I'm not familiar with the Green well, Arrow. He's, he's from DC Comics. Oh, okay. And then his super, what's he, what's he do? What's his superpower? He shoots arrows. Oh, okay. He shoots arrows. See how over. But uh, yeah, she really liked the show and stuff. But then it was funny because later she calls her mom. She goes, "Mom, I'm engaged," and her mom just goes, "No." <laughs> it's like, no, no, no. I really am, mom. She goes, "No," and then hangs up the phone. Oh, has that gotten better or worse? Oh yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. We've been together for eight years. We've been married for almost three now. So. Mm-hmm. You know. Good. All right, man. I'm happy for you. It was just the shock of, you know, being two and a half years into dating and then all of a sudden we're engaged. Yep. A little easier than biting on a ring and chipping a tooth. <laughs> right? Yeah. I know. That's it was bizarre. it was a little weird when we went to uh Punicana, I had to hide a ring up my butt. That was a weird one to get through security, but you just did that because you wanted to. You didn't have to. Replay today, the JJO Morning Show Podcast. Get up. With Johnny and D, JJO. Daddy. Greetings. race with the Fords and Lincolns was setting the pace. That story is true, I'm here to say. I was driving, driving that Model A. It's got a Lincoln motor and it's really souped up. That Model A body makes it look like a pup. has got eight cylinders and uses them all. It's got overdrive. Just, just won't stall. All right. <clears throat> uh, just when I was leaning back to sip some warm coffee, you turn the song off. Do you want me to just let it play the whole time? Yeah, I just thought we'd take an extended coffee break. Well, you didn't communicate that with me and i'm sorry i did not see the signals have my agent get a hold of you where did you get one of them 
It's a little voice in my head. He'll be calling you. Okay, uh, Ford recently filed a patent for a manual transmission that comes with an optional clutch pedal, so you can use it to shift gears or not. It wouldn't directly control the transmission like a normal clutch. Oh, no, it's like a Fisher-Price play pedal? Dude. Look at me. I'm pretending good. I'm Dale Earnhardt. <laughs> It would connect electronically and send a signal that tells your car to shift gears. Oh, so you don't have to. Is it for a theft deterrent? No. Okay. So, yes, you'd push the pedal down, but most of it would be handled by an algorithm. That's funny. You'd still be able to dump the clutch, apparently, and if you don't know what that is. Your mom? It's your mom. Uh, Sounds like that would be harder to screw up, though. It's supposed to be for people who want the increased driver interaction of a manual transmission, but not all the time. And for now, it's just a patent. Maybe you can make the vroom vroom noises when you're pushing your fake <laughs> no, up. Dude, I know. Fake pedal. I know. <laughs> what? <laughs> that is the dumbest. Uh, I, I, that's the first I've heard of that, and I get three car magazines. Where's that been at? Uh, well, for now, it's just a patent. Okay. Uh, they filed it back in oh. 2018, but someone at musclecarsandtrucks.com found the paperwork. So they think it could be an optional feature in the next Mustang or Bronco, but it's all complete speculation You can right You can put a, a down where the shift gear pattern <laughs> is. You can just put an LS for lickety split. You push your pedal. Everything's so stupid right now. <laughs> I know. Uh, fake the dumbest pedal. thing I've ever heard. Yeah, that's it, it. That sounds like just added weight and added electronic meltdown potential. So, like, why add? Why add? It's different than the what do they call this? The paddle shift. Yeah. The right. Pa- yeah. Up yeah. on the wheel. It's different than that because you're right. So you just, sure you, totally. You would be engaging the quote unquote clutch. This is not a clutch. By the way. That would be so weird to just push a pedal and not do anything. And then it shifts the gears? Without your right hand doing anything. Right. That would be super weird. That would feel very. My body would not be able to do that. that I'm so programmed. Yeah, I'll feel very unnatural. Yeah. I haven't driven stick in a while. That's an insult to. uh... Dude. I was like, don't you call that a clutch. I'm so glad you drove a clutch in high school. What'd you have? Was that like a four speed? Dodge Shadow, five speed turbo. (laughs) Badass. Don't even front. Do you have any bumper stickers on it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I can't remember what I had on there, though. It was so long ago. What year would this have been? I'm sure it was punk bands. Um, 97? 96, 97? Mm-hmm. Way back in the 90s. In the late 1900s. <laughs> Damn it. Let me tell you a story <laughs> about using both feet in your hands. <laughs> to go down the road <laughs> it's a different it's a different time i know i was telling avery we were driving the other night and uh because my on my ford escape that i got at grinwald ford grinwald ford.net 97 that'd be that'd be bill clinton wouldn't that be bill clinton you have a clinton bumper sticker on? no no um I, i'm sure it was probably like a bad religion sticker probably like pennywise it was all punk bands Say 97, that's right when we signed on JJO. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whoa, did you know what you wanted to do? No. Oh, wow. Uh-uh. You were working at the senior home? 
No, I was working at the Springs Golf Club Resort. What? Oh, that's right. You were in the restaurant, weren't you? Uh-huh. I was in the fine dining area. Yeah, because I love that story where where we had a topic once of uh, do restaurant workers eat leftovers from customers. And you're like, I destroyed that duck every time it came back. Every time. <laughs> I can't believe I remember that. Every time. Something about you were, you got a very sweaty and excited when you told that story. Oh, yeah, dude. <laughs> Couldn't wait for duck night. Yep. And the the freaking uh, mushroom penne pasta. Yes. Everybody else loved that one. Yes, yes, yes. So, oh, yeah, you'd see servers throwing it in their mouth with their fingers. Yeah. Uh, and then what put you over, flipped you over to the media? Mass, to radio? Ma- mass media. It was, an, I, it was because I went to Madison Media Institute to learn um, digital editing for video. Uh, oh, that's right. You wanted the video side, yeah. side of it, didn't you? I was supposed you? to do video. I only knew. Well, and then why did you... Lose interest in the video portion of it. Well, the guy that made JJO offered me an internship, and I needed an internship. Oh, Glenn worked there. Yeah. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Um, I needed an internship for my resume. And the only videos we made here were uh, me and you-know-who in the women's room. Yes. Could have had you edit that. Could have beat Pam and Tommy to the punch. <laughs> it's more like a mini Tommy. Bring in a stunt, bring in a stunt penis. Yeah, for sure. And then Blake would come in. <laughs> Hello. I am the stunt penis. Uh, what else? Uh, yeah, and then that was that. I started in radio, and you heathens got a hold of me at the fragile age of 17, and here the hell I am. Oh, my God. You'll be 30 next week. <laughs> You're so kind. <laughs> How many years? 90s. Uh, yeah, so that was 99. I got to get I... all my facts before we go to Vegas and spew out 25-year memory. Yeah, so memories. That, so I did, took a two-year break from radio. Other than that, I've been here. That was serving out that rest of that uh, that jail sentence, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, Laser One Hundred Three might as well have been jail. You should have went to jail for calling yourself what you called yourself on Laser. They made me. I don't believe that. God. <sighs> you were born to be cherry. <laughs> Hi, I'm Cherry. That was like the worst. What do you want, asshole? I think your name Biatch is a little offensive. Have you listened to my show? So irritating. Did you try to, uh, in your head, did, did your brain tell you that a cherry should sound like something other than what you sounded like? No, I was... All right. I was, you were doing everything you could to not sound like a cherry. Yeah. Right. Because you you get like that. I know you do. It was exactly how I do radio now, except mm-hmm. for my name. You didn't go, hey, Milwaukee. No. Oh, yeah. You want you want Guns N' Roses? Why don't you come down and beg for it? Yeah, bitch. Okay, that oddly turned me on. <laughs> 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 don't ever do that again. Finally. <laughs> <laughs> that was weird. Uh, <laughs> but no, I was no. Right, I, I right. was just I, I, cool. lots of dirty jokes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lots of you. Make- you, you outgrew your your. Uh, um, what you were allowed to do? Cl- clearly, mm-hmm. you were you were uh, searching for something more. Yeah. Yeah. Completely. They were trying to restrain you. Probably. To, okay, you can talk for eight seconds. 
Right. I was like, I don't care what you say. (laughs) (laughs) Say eight minutes? Good. And I'd make fun of stuff we played. You know, like I started playing Europe. And I and I turned on the mic. I was like, "That's not happening." Oh, you get in trouble. Shut it off. Yep. No, because he never listened. And then we'd do an air check, and he'd listen to two breaks. And he's like, "I want you to use the phrase what station keeps you winning,' right? Remember?" And I was like, "I'm never going to say that." You had to read it off the card, or the station would go to hell. Wow, weird man. I was like, "Fire me! Who are you going to get to come in here and work your crap hours to fill in for these people?" (laughs) But I do miss the people from. I miss Brian Cramp. Cramp was awesome. Yeah, if people didn't know you were the uh, the hit maker, you know, maybe they'd stray and go somewhere else. The best laser story is the last day we were on the air because we knew we were flipping. And uh, we were live at the State Fair in Milwaukee, right? And the, the Fortress of Rock. Which is one thing I would love for us to have that we had a laser. This awesome broadcast booth. Yeah, we had one of those. They always broke down, though. They were always in the shop. Yeah, it seemed, you're right. It does seem like that. But it had a PA, mm-hmm. so like you could talk to the crowd. Well, you could hide your, your brown bag underneath. The, oh, hell nobody, yeah. And then you could just drop and sip. Oh, we were doing tutors up on top of the mm-hmm. dang thing, for Christ's sake. But uh, so we would, we were like kind of doing crowd stuff where you celebrity lookalike jokes, jokes, jokes. And then we were telling everybody that laser was going to go away and (laughs) switch format. And I was taking everything out of the log and adding like anthrax and slayer. So you went, whatever you went from the number one hit music station to (laughs) I play whatever I effing want station. Well, what are they going to do? You fire me. You're flipping formats and I'm quitting. I love it. So, and who are you going to get to come out to the state fair on a Sunday night? Listen, we only play real music as opposed to fake music that we've never heard. I know, of? I know. Is, that so so whatever. That was, but I loved that. That's cool, man. And then everybody was in the background making pig noises. Mm-hmm. So it was like, whatever. I was a dick. <laughs> I was a dick. But what I, I, I also knew what radio stations I didn't want to work for. I didn't want to work right. for. And once you realize that, uh, uh, life happens. Mm-hmm. Yes. And it it takes you got to kiss the ring a little bit before you get there. Right, it's, it's weird starting out, but uh, it's nice when somebody sees yes what you're trying to do though. Yes, and it's like go it's for like it. let's do everybody a favor and have you stop yelling at children on the radio <laughs> and take you to a place where grown adults are used to it. Pretty much. <laughs> You know, and freedom. I never thought of it that way. Yeah, it's good. It's good. We all, that's the goal, right? That's the goal. The JJO Morning Show Podcast with Johnny and D. Listen, rate, subscribe. Catch a new show every Monday through Friday, 6 till 10 a.m. on 94.1 JJO or streaming anywhere in the JJO app. Johnny and D. Nowhere but JJO.